It's the Muppets Minute Show with O Snick and Annie. Yay! Yay! It's time to talk about the Muppets movies minute by minute. Today we're talking about Muppets Take Manhattan, minute 61. Minute 61 starts with a howling dog and ends with Kermit heading out to kill someone. <laughs> I think. Howling many dogs. Many dogs howling. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. So uh, we get out of the dog pound here. They're not really a dog pound. It's a, it's a wonderful boarding place for pets. Where I'm sure dogs are treated wonderfully. I just wanted to point out before we come out of this scene that I think it's very impressive how Ralph is holding um, the schnookums. You know, I don't think we talked about that last week, so I just wanted to point it out. And that dog is just so chill, you know? You know, it is impressive thinking about the technical aspect of that. Yeah. How are they holding that dog? I mean, there's got to be like a, a, a bunched up blanket or some sort of support underneath, you know what I mean, to hold the dog. But like... Yeah, how do they, how, I mean, how are they really doing that? I don't know. I'm well, sure they I, figured it out, but. Well, I mean, Ralph is two real arms, right? Ra- Ralph is one of the puppets that, there. there's a, there's two puppeteers, right? The, the, the Right, but the arms arm usually, and... like, come from underneath, you know what I mean? Like, it just, it doesn't seem like they mm. are uh, the right angle for, like, a person to be holding a dog like that. You know what okay. I mean? Like, it just seems like it would be kind of tricky. Yeah, I mean, because if it's if it's done like Ralph's normally puppeteered, it'd be one person in one arm, one person in the other, and they'd be squeezing to hold the dog, and that's pretty right. I mean, I don't at his at it as it stands. We have maybe one real arm and one fake arm. I'm assuming, but it's yeah. still, or there could be another puppeteer down there helping out. I don't know. Either way, it, it's definitely it crossed my mind as something to point out. So. And and the dog, like you said, might be sedated so that it's just sitting there. Not caring. I am 100% certain that that dog has been sedated. <laughs> it, look, it does look a little drugged, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Poor schnookums. Oh, schnookums. Oh, man. All right. So uh, we, we, we get out of there. Ralph howling away. Kermit finishing up reading the postcard. And then it's revealed Piggy has one more letter. Yeah, before we get to the letter real quick, what do you think is on the back of that postcard? Because where is where did we determine Ralph is? Is he in? Oh. Uh, where was he again? Oh, somewhere very boring. Was it Michigan, Ohio? Yeah, something like that. Um, but I didn't. I couldn't tell from that postcard. It didn't look like Cleveland. Cleveland, right? Was it Cleveland? Maybe it is Cleveland. I don't know. I was trying to determine if that's just some sort of crazy generic picture or if that's actually a picture of the place that ralph is so anyway yeah i i tried to figure that out myself i i mean i don't know if there's any way to really figure that out because nothing it's very generic yeah nothing on that um on there screams any kind of uh real like a landmark or anything yeah yeah Yeah. anyway no not sorry now you're now i have to know (laughs) so i'm looking up where he is there's snookums it's on the previous. Uh, uh, I'm looking at my last notes. Delaware. Delaware. I was thinking it was something with a D, but yeah, I don't. I've never been to Delaware, so I could not tell you if that looks like Delaware. No, no idea. No, no idea. I, I mean, I've driven through Delaware a couple times on my way, like to and from Florida. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. The sky does not look uh, uh, 
relative to one place. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so Kermit puts down a postcard, and next up is the letter Miss Piggy is holding, and uh, it brings some good news. Somebody <laughs> is interested in producing Kermit's play. Yep. It's about time. Yeah, and I want to know if Piggy is um, committing a federal offense and opening Kermit's mail. You know, <laughs> I think I think it seemed like everything was open already, and, and I'm not even sure that came in an envelope. I'm not even sure it was really mailed. That's a good point. It could have just been dropped off at, because we we all know now where it came from. So it's possible it was just dropped off at the coffee shop. So and that actually brings up a really good question. All right, so Kermit has been going around right trying to get this this play done. Right. What, what do you think he's been giving as his address? Probably this place, probably the coffee shop, right? I mean, it's not like we don't know where he's living or if he's living anywhere, right? That's kind of true. What What if he's staying with Jenny? Oh, that would be some drama. You know, I think if he was living with Jenny, Piggy would have found that out already. She was definitely in, in total stalker mode. But maybe she did. And maybe that adds to her her irritation. This is the untold story. This is this is justification for her um, insane behavior, yeah. right? Yeah, could be. Do you feel that? <laughs> Jen- you, we can't disprove it, right? Yeah, that's true. Do you think Jenny lives at home still with Dad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably the case. So if if he's living with her, at least he's living with Pete too. Yeah. So <laughs> you think the rats are living with them too? <laughs> Well, the rats, there's there's really been no indication that the rats are suffering financially, no, right? No. So, I mean, there's really no reason to believe that he's housing all of his um all of his employees. But, you know, I could see Pete <laughs> taking in Kermit for for, you know, for a month or whatever while he gets on his feet. Yeah. I could see him doing that. I mean, if if the if the option is him like sleeping on the street, you know, or sleeping in the restaurant, this is a really interesting thing that I had never thought about until this very moment. Yeah. Where has Kermit been living? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's still staying in the in the bus station locker. It's possible. That, right? that is a little bit possible. I, I yeah. can see that happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you can't use that as your address, most likely. So, yeah, he probably has it sent right here to the coffee shop. And- or he is, is living now in a P.O. box. And that's his address. Yeah, it could be. Could be. Mm-hmm. Possible, um, but you know, I, I I think it's also again. I think it's possible that maybe uh, this letter was just kind of dropped off there too. So who yeah. knows? Who knows? So they're 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 reading the letter letter here, and uh, you know that Piggy's bringing them some good news. So she's trying to be the one. I'm kind of thinking that she maybe held this one back. She's like, oh, gee, look what I found. You know, just so, so she she made sure she was going to be the one to kind of bring him the good news. You know, after he already saw what his friends were up to. And uh, yeah, I think she already knew what this letter said. Oh, interesting. That's an interesting theory. I think, though, that she would be just as excited as Kermit. So I don't know. I can't see I can't see Piggy and with the personality that we know of her withholding that information mm-hmm. and, and being so chill and listening to Ralph's boring letter. Well, I well, okay, that that's possibly true. I think she though knows that this can earn her some like, you know, good time with Kermit. She 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 expects if she delivers this good news, 
that that she she's going to get you know the the thank you from Kermit. Well, she's sorely mistaken, as we are very, about to find out. Very. Um. So yes, this scene turns very interesting here. Um. Where Jenny gives gives Kermit that little pep talk, and then Kermit just plants one on on Jenny Jenny's face, very close to the lips. Like I mean, it was it, it's it's a very like. I mean, I had to look a couple times to see, and I think I, get, I think he actually does get it right on the lips. To be honest with it's, you, it's it's a it's a corner of the mouth kiss. It is. What does it, that it, mean? Corner of the I mouth mean, kiss. Like, does that is that like indecisiveness? I, I don't know where to go, and I'm you know, and I kind of fail on both accounts. And, it's straight up inappropriate and playing mind games with his fiance is what it is. Hmm. Because from her angle, I mean, it could look like mouth. Exactly. She, she came exactly. Out. Kermit made a boo-boo here. Uh, Kermit made an error here. <laughs> he did. Uh, you don't think so? Well, I mean... No, no, that's not how you thank your female friends when you're already on thin ice with your does girlfriend. Does he even know he's on thin ice, though? He's completely aware. Remember, they had that whole fight back at the roller skating well, scene about how yeah. she thought that about how she thought Jenny they were canoodling, they were cuddling, or oh, what was it? Yeah, canoodling. She was giving her yeah, the huggies. Yeah. He huggies. got the runaround. He got completely reamed out for giving Jenny the huggies, and now he's giving her kisses. No, <laughs> Kermit, you are not learning. <laughs> it's not okay. Not okay. You got to clean that up, frog. Well, what if he did straight up cheek? Like, no, you know, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I think still inappropriate. In this situation, I think it is. He's excited in the moment. Well, I mean... I think... I don't was, know. Well, I, I I will say, yes, no, it was a pretty... It was a bad move. Okay, it, that's all I'm saying. It was a bad move. That's um, all I'm saying. But he was it, also it, excited, and, and it's understandable. They was like, yay, you know, he's a very affectionate frog. He's not, though. He's not with Piggy, his girlfriend. Well, in his defense, I believe <laughs> he was getting ready to plant one on Piggy as well. It doesn't matter. Too late. Too little, too late. He went in for the kiss. She turned away. Yeah, too little, too late. Yeah, but she really got one right in the snow. What? Right, she finally got one right in the snout there, you know, and it would have been all good. No, it wouldn't have been all good because he mm. went for Janny first. You, you, you have lots to learn from the world of women, Nick. I, I have to say, I have to say, I'm not saying that this is like a, a a deal breaker or a horrible offense, but Kermit is not reading the room here. Yeah. In any way, shape, or form, there's no reason for this kiss to be happening. In front of Piggy, when Piggy is clearly already upset. Just now, saying. Right now, the good news is, like, I, I don't think Jenny. I don't. I don't. Like, it's hard to read Jenny's take on this kiss, right? Like, or do you? Can you clearly read something from Jenny? I, I can't. Jenny, I agree. I, I've never really wavered on Jenny. I think. I think she's just blissfully ignorant of the whole thing. Like, I don't think that she has any nefarious intentions with Kermit. She's not trying to steal Piggy's man. She's just a happy-go-lucky person. And I don't think that there's anything on on Kermit's side either. I'm not suggesting that he's actually doing anything wrong here. I'm just saying he's he's not being very wise, (laughs) and he's not being very... 
what's the word? Considerate of of yeah. gr- of Piggy, who is clearly having a little bit of an issue. Yeah. You know, yeah. And this is coming from someone who I'm not. I'm not a jealous person. I don't. I don't have this sort of jealousy like radar for this sort of thing. Right. But like, I'm kind of looking at this from Piggy's perspective, who has been in a jealous rage for the past seven weeks or however many <laughs> weeks we've been doing this. And Kermit's well aware of that. Mm. Um, and yeah, you're right. He's excited. He made a spur of the moment decision. It was a bad one is all <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> uh, you know, what's interesting about Jenny is she gives like, like three different emotions, like really quickly. Like, she never sticks to one way of playing this character. Like she's she's really excited for Kermit, and and I believe she's all innocent, like, and and very naive herself. And and, and he goes in for the kiss, and I think she's almost like she's smiling, but almost like, eh, what's going on here? A little bit confused. And then yeah, and then she's not really she doesn't really care. But then she sees him turn to. Piggy and she realizes that uh oh, Ker- Piggy's mad. Kermit made probably made an error here, but then mm-hmm. she like she quickly she's just like all happy again. I don't know. She she always does that. It's hard to read her. I feel like this is all stuff that the like choices by the actress. You yeah. know, like I don't yeah. necessarily think that these sort of reactions are scripted from her no. in any way, shape, probably. or form. So I think it's she's making these decisions, and I mean I think they're actually. Good decisions. I like this actress is really sort of reading this little love triangle that's happening right here. And I think she gets it. Like the second that she sees Piggy's reaction, I think she's just like she's sort of in that sort of um, I don't want to be a homewrecker kind of kind of role. She's like, I I swore. I swear to God, Piggy, I'm not trying to steal your frog. Like, I feel like she's sort of in that in that position. But she also doesn't feel like it's her place to say that and it isn't it's kermit's place to say that and so that's the fact that true. he is the fact that he is the one that's perpetuating piggy's um pain and confusion is an error on his part mm. you know mm. just saying yeah yeah especially in a muppet movie i mean it's not you're not gonna see you're not gonna see anything past pg here but uh in the in the in in, in the world of a muppet movie it may as well be. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All right. And then, I mean, I get that he also has, you know, bigger things to attend to here, but he doesn't make any attempt at at fixing his error. He has no responsibility. He takes no accountability for hurting her feelings, and he just runs away. Yeah. Uh, so again, uh, you know, yes, I'm overanalyzing his, his reactions, but that's what we do here. Yeah. So... Uh, I, I do like while this is going on, there there's lots of rat action going on in the background and definitely mm-hmm. like one of them kind of eavesdropping, peeking through the curtain. Yeah. What is happening? He's like maybe wanting to hear about what's going on with Kermit's play, but he also looks like he's just kind of looking behind Jenny. It's like, so I don't really know where he's looking, you know, so I don't know. It's a little weird. Yeah. He's just looking around. He, he knows there's commotion going on here and he just like, you know, what's going on? Yeah, on. he definitely ducks away. I think when uh, when Piggy gets mad, he starts to go back. <laughs> well, he doesn't. He doesn't want to bear the brunt of her yeah, rage. Who would? No. Um, but the, but if you look in the background, the other rats are hard at work. I mean, it's one of those weird things that like they they didn't need to be doing anything in the background no, there. But certainly not. Yeah, but they did. They decided. Yeah, 
It kind of reminds me of like, um, like the office when they're like, when they're filming somebody like doing something and then everyone in the background is always working. So they just, you know, even if they're not having, they don't have anything to do. They're back there working because, you know, they have to be, you're supposed to believe it's a working office. It's like, Hey, you're supposed to believe this is a working kitchen. So it's, that's a really nice touch. I like it. And what I never noticed before is, do you see the fan in the window going? Uh huh. Yeah. Like that's interesting like is that the ventilation i guess it's the ventilation or yeah some kind of ventilation or fan for the kitchen and i never noticed that before and it's interesting that that's going as well like i mean just i mean it adds to the atmosphere but i mean yeah well when you say you never noticed it you mean like in prior kitchen scenes right right like i did i I don't recall seeing it either so yeah yeah, i mean maybe maybe we're kind of i mean obviously the kitchen's like a separate set i'm sure right but like we're also looking at like a different angle so yeah i don't know yeah but it is it does add to like the sort of dynamic nature of the scene so i like that i mean it makes me wonder because i i still think i still think this has to be a set but sometimes we're not 100 percent sure I think it's possible that sometimes they're filming in a real coffee shop. Yeah. I think it's possible. Or at least like an abandoned one that they have dressed up yeah. to be, yeah. you know, which is a, a thing they do often. That so. is, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we get, uh, I think I keep saying this whenever we have a bad cameo, but this might be the worst cameo in the movie. I, I, I disagree, actually. I think it's funny. You like, well... All right. Okay, it the, it doesn't, but I I will agree with you completely. Like, there's really really no reason to have a celebrity doing this. Exactly, um, that's what I if mean. It, if it, yeah. So I agree with you there. Like, if it were just a dude coming in, I would think this bit is very funny. So yeah. it doesn't it doesn't bother me as it stands, but it is like a blink and you'll miss it cameo because the, the first time I watched through this, I did miss it. Oh, like, okay, yeah, yeah, because this is Elliot Gould, correct? Elliot Gould, yeah. Yes. And I didn't miss, I did not catch that every other time I've watched. Also, he's so young and I'm used to seeing him older. Right. You know, he's Ross and Monica's dad. That's how I know him. But, oh, that's right. Yeah. But, uh, but, but yeah, I didn't even recognize him until I was watching it for this podcast. And I was like, holy crap, that's Elliot Gould. And I didn't realize it. This is the first uh, uh, person that we've seen now that, that in, in our chronological order that we're watching these movies that has a second cameo in a Muppet movie. Oh, he's been in it before. Yeah, Leah Why? Gold was the um, uh, did the uh, pageant uh, announcing at the fair at the Bogan oh, County yeah. Fair. There was a lot going on during that pageant. I, I, I he probably just got lost in my memory. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. Oh my gosh! Wait, because didn't we? Wasn't he being creepy with one of the girls? He certainly was. <laughs> okay, I remember totally that. Totally hitting on the sixteen-year-old. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Well, I'm wishing now that you hadn't reminded me. But uh, anyway, let's get back to this cameo. Put you guys life straight. Now he's a cop. Yeah. Yeah. Are we saying it's the same character? Yeah, of course it is. There's no reason it's not. I guess fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, he got, in, tr- mid- he got in trouble in that small town in the Midwest from, you know, kind of creeping on too many underage girls. And now mm-hmm. he moved out to New York and straightened up his life. All right. Well, let's hope that's the case. Or got an authority job and now no one can stop him. And now he's abusing it. That's probably more likely. Let's be realistic. Wow. <laughs> oh, just saying. All right. Anyway. Anyway. You uh, well, Gould? I mean, no. Other than, I mean, it's, it's a good thing he didn't try to follow up on it and stop Kermit. I mean, that would have been a horrible misunderstanding. Um, well, I'm sure that it would have been ironed out, right? 
<laughs> if you would just ask him the question. Probably. You, maybe. Maybe not. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Muppets aren't good at explaining themselves. That's true. Um, do you believe, like, he just thought it was too far-fetched for someone to, like, say that? Or do you think he was like, no, that, that, that frog looks like he probably wouldn't commit murder, so I'm going to just ignore that? I think it's probably both. I think he, in that moment, just assumes that he imagined the entire thing. Hmm. That, like, the, the entire exchange just did not even occur. Yeah. Like, there's no possible way that there's a frog that's running out there about to contract kill somebody. That, I mean, <laughs> that that's kind of just how I, he's like, nah. <laughs> or, like you said, you know, he is, he did come from the, the pageant, and he's not a very good cop. Mm-hmm. So, he, you know, it's not like he's going to actually follow up on a lead. So He's more interested in the coffee and donuts he's about to get. Exactly. Do you, would you want to see a movie where Kermit plays a contract killer? No. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, because I'm thinking, you ever see Road to Perdition? Um, I did, but Tom, I don't remember it. Well, Tom Hanks played a hitman. And hmm. it was like, Tom Hanks, you know, America's yeah. lovable Tom Hanks playing a hitman. You're right. I'm remembering that movie vaguely. Like, it's right. vaguely coming back to me. So but yeah, you're what right. If Kermit he, and had he... his own Road to Perdition movie where he was a hitman. Road to Perdition? Wow. <laughs> Sorry, that was really bad. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. I'm not so good right now with the puns. All right. Well, um, so there you go. I, I, I think I would love to see that. Um, I think that might disturb my um, in my image of Kermit. Tom Hanks is like a chameleon. <laughs> that is kind of a funny pun because we're talking about frogs. Yeah. But I feel like Tom Hanks can slip in and out of a role and I can buy it. Um, Kermit, maybe not so much. It'd be fun to see a, a Sopranos, but with all Muppets. <laughs> I'm sure they've done a Sesame Street bit, right? They always do Sesame Street bits on like adult shows. <laughs> yeah. They did like a Game of Thrones one, and I'm like, really, guys? Did they really? That's fantastic. Yes. It was actually pretty funny, mm. but I was just like, really? Yeah. <laughs> the Sesame Street? I don't know. I found it pretty funny. <sighs> anyway. So, um, I mean, I think that's all I have for uh, for Minute 61. Uh, Kermit's on his way to uh, the producer, so we're about to see him uh, approach Bernard Crawford, producer's door, who's apparently a a, a very well known producer, right? Uh, Jenny, Jenny's in on this. Jenny knows that he's a yeah. big time Broadway producer. Well, I believe that this is one of the people he visited in the montage at the beginning of the movie. Correct? It is. Um, okay. Him and the gang. And the whole gang. Yeah. 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 It was brief, but and then I actually think that uh, the character we're going to meet in the next minute was in the room and he was watching. Correct? He was. Remember? Okay. I, I think he was actually excited about it. Yeah, um, he. I tell. remember his face. Kind of, he was looking very interested. But then, you know, obviously they don't come back to to that until now. So, yeah. all right. Well, thank you for joining us here. Minute 61 of uh, Muppets Take Manhattan. Uh, head over to MuppetsMinute.com. Check us out there. You can see the show notes and find out all kinds of great things, how to reach us and all that. So um, we'll be back tomorrow for Minute 62 of Muppets Minute. Bye. Bye.